of the Shot Clock Podcast. It's the second part of Jermaine Turner's interview. We find out his five for the court and his five for dinner. Um, an interesting way of picking them. Uh, so after you've listened to it, head on over to our Instagram page uh, to vote. It's Team Turner versus Team Dwyer. Um, a tough, tough matchup, to be honest with you, for Jermaine especially after uh, Grania's amazing showing uh, over in Nicosia with the rest of the Irish senior women's team. Big shout out to Tommy O'Matney and the under-18s who are out doing their thing at the minute over in Turkey. Uh, best of luck, girls, and the whole country is behind you. So without further ado, here is part two. It's Jermaine Turner. Moving on from that, favourite shoes of all time, if you could make a Jermaine Turner personalized edition for the rest of your life what are they gonna be what do you mean like like you call nike in the morning and say this is the shoe i want <laughs> what are you getting <laughs> oh man i played a lot of shoes and like i probably have a lot of air jordans but i never played in my air jordans i never played in my air jordans i only played actually only played in one pair of air jordans and we won the championship. We play, I played in the Jordan 19s with the patent leather and the mesh thing. We won those down in, when I was with Vincent's. That was the only pair of Jordans I ever played in. Everything else I didn't, like, I just was a Nike, whatever, hyper dunk, whatever shoe was. Like, I, I wasn't big into the name. Like, if you had a name on your shoe, I didn't, I wasn't into that. I was just into ordinary, when I first started, Nike Air. It was just Nike Air. Whatever Nike Air was, it had to be high top to cover my ankles because I was like, really like skeptical about the low cuts it had to be high top any nike high top air shoe so it'd be the nike air anything <laughs> and it'd have to be nike air J jt ones yeah in black in black in, in black. black in black <laughs> right so you and four runners for a pickup game who are you taking people you've played with or people you've played against all right now this that depends on where we playing it because if we play it in new york i mean Right, right. We're going to Rooker. Oh. Who are you taking with you from the Irish League? Man, from the Irish League, shit, man. I gotta take, I gotta take uh, Patty Kelly because yeah, this dude, this dude, go, he gonna get a, he gonna find a way to get a basket against somebody. Like he's he's unorthodox. He's like one of my, he's he's up there, my all time favorite teammates as well. Like he he plays hard. He's gonna get himself a bucket. So I'm walking in there with Patty. Um, I got to take one of the Donnellys with me. Which one? Any damn one of them. Any damn one of them. Because James is a sniper. James is a sniper when he want to be. Uh, Dave is the mid-range guy. And Nat, and um, I call him a Nat, but he is he a is Nat. Emmett, Emmett is just a Nat. He's just up in your face. So they're three different personalities. So if we're going to Rucker, I'm probably going to have to take the, the Nat guy because I need somebody to slow down those guards. So I got to take Emmett. Yep. Dave, you're coming off the bench, though, Dave. You're coming off the bench, Dave. <laughs> um, and then I got to go, like, so that's myself, uh, Patty, and Emmett. So I think that covers kind of like the back court there. So now I got to go front court help. So, and people are going to be surprised by this one. But I got to take him because, like, he always makes fun of me. He was like, I get all the rebounds, you get all the glory. So I'm taking Mike Trimmer. <laughs> It'll probably be his first experience in the Rucker. And I just want to see his reaction anyway. I want to see his reaction, but no, Mike. Mike is a gritty dude, and I, I really love I love playing with Mike. So it's done for, and then I got to take 
I'm taking Kenny. I'm taking Kenny. So those are the, those are the five I'm rolling with. Nice. That's a, yeah. That's a solid five. Nah. Yeah. I don't know if we win, but we gonna we gonna fight. We gonna fight. Oh yeah. That's that's okay. Yeah. I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll go with that. Paddy Kelly. What a player. Yeah. Listen. But Jermaine, I, he's, Jermaine, he's still doing it. Like I played with the guy two years I, ago in the summer. He is still. He's still I, Paddy Kelly. I well believe it. I well believe it. He's still like, Paddy Kelly. He's still that Paddy Kelly. Listen, he's listen. I was mad. He, I was mad. He stopped playing with me. I was like, why you stop? Damn, we can want a couple more. Yeah, absolutely. He's, yeah, absolutely. he's a great. He's a good player. So look, before we switch on to uh, the next question, I just want to ask you a quick question. So we had our diversity and inclusion um, episode last week, and Andrew Sanders spoke very highly of you. Um, and Puff as well, about your situation with Irish basketball. So for those of you who don't know or haven't watched the episode, Jermaine was an Irish player, sorry, an Irish citizen with an Irish passport, with an Irish wife, paying Irish taxes, was able to play in Spain as an Irish player. Correct. But came back to our league and was an import. (laughs) Which, which, Which... baffles the life out of me and look you weren't the only one that did happen to i know lenny mack went through it back in the day and a few others but just after everything that happened last week and again i'm not i don't want to give i don't a kick bernard when he's down and right. b i don't want to give him more airtime than he deserves mm-hmm. however we're talking about diversion and inclu- inclusion diversity and inclusion um, there is a questionnaire up on the podcast uh, Instagram page to ask people just how diverse and how inclusive basketball is in Ireland. So I just want to get your perspective on all of this. Um, uh, let's just listen. Let's just call it spade a spade. It's not inclusive. Um, it is not at all because like you have players like you mentioned yourself, like um, not even myself, but like Mike Trimmer. I believe Puff is eligible for his. Irish passport and he can't play as an Irish player. Mm-hmm. Um, myself, Lenny, Ricardo, all the players that Nina played before us. Like it's a funny story because we were talking about it before we started recording. And I said to you, I said, look, Mike Trimmer, Lenny McMillan, Ricardo Leonard, Jerome Westbrooks, Ed Randolph. Um, what's the other? I don't think Randall Moss. Randall Moss might have been American. I'm not sure, but those five guys I just mentioned, they were. Bosmans, they were treated as they were they had the Irish passports and they were playing as Irish players when I first entered the league in 2000, 2001 season. I go away a little bit, I come back, and there was a rule there now that you had to have gone to school in Ireland to be considered an Irish player, which is kind of peculiar. Which, you know, I mean, I'm gonna call a spade a spade, and people can be upset about it as, as well. It's a, it's a very when you put rules like that, it is a racist rule. You're excluding a class of people. Like if you exclude a class of people based on anything, education, sex, color of their skin, you're, you're saying you're not in this group. It's basically, you can't come in our clubhouse, you can watch, but you can't play in our clubhouse. And it's, it's a silly rule. I challenge the rule to no avail, which is, it shouldn't even be a rule. Like this is ridiculous, like you just mentioned, I'm playing in Spain before I get my Irish passport as an Irish player. Like I can, to this day, I can go to any country in Europe, bar Germany, and play as an Irish player. Like this is, 
like it is angering. And at the time, like I said, I stepped away from the game for two years while I fought this case. And I was like, you know, it was angering. It was like, it's like, it's common sense. Like, let's just have some common sense, people. Like, for instance, like you mentioned, like Puff mentioned the thing about his kids. Like, I'm in that situation right now. Like my youngest daughter, my two youngest daughters started school here in America. So if they go back home, they were born in Ireland. They have, they were born in Ireland, have Irish citizenship. But if they want to play back home in Ireland, they will be imports. While my other two started school in Ireland, they go back to Ireland, they can play as Irish. Makes no sense. It's, no. It's, it makes no sense. And it's not inclusory. It's not inclusory at all. Like you're just, you're, you're cutting off the section of people who decide to settle in Ireland, which is an honor. Like I decided to settle in Ireland because I love the country. I love the people. But there's a section, there's a faction of people who are placed in power who make the rules and set the tone for everybody else. And it's not the case. Like if, if, cause if you talk to anybody here and now I tell them that story to be like, wow, that sounds like a racist place. I don't want to go play there. It's not, Ireland's not a racist place. You're going to have you, any society when you have a bunch of people, you're going to have people who have a certain view. Overall, I really enjoyed my time in Ireland. I met some great people. I consider Ireland my second home. It is my second home. Like, if, if I like, and I talk about this with my wife, at some stage, I'm going to come back and retire in Ireland at some stage. So like, I'm, I, have, I have a deep affinity for Ireland. I don't have a deep affinity for idiots. I don't. And there's certain idiots who are making rules who aren't progressive thinkers, who are not seeing the future. That helps out your basketball. You have better players in your league. It helps out your game. Look at Spain. And I use that as an example because in 84, when they went to the Olympics for the first time, they saw the gap between their talent and America's talent. And it was like, we got to do something. So they opened up the league. They allowed more imports in the league. Now look at their league. They probably have the second strongest league in the world behind the NBA. The second strongest league because they included people of all persuasions. And if you had a, a, a Spanish passport, you could play. Like there's no questions asked. And it just helps improve their game. It's, pro it's not progressive thinking my Ireland. And it's sad to think that because there's a lot of good people there and the game's not getting treated right, in my opinion. Where do we go from here though? What's, what, what needs to change? What needs to change, Jermaine? Like, you, were on, you were on the receiving end of that classism. What needs to change? Well, first, we, you gotta go back to and just, just, just have common sense. Just have common sense. If somebody is living in Ireland, working in Ireland, paying Irish taxes, his kids are in Irish school, then that, that man should be allowed to be treated as an Irish citizen. If I have the passport, if the government sees me as an Irish citizen, how come Passport Ireland doesn't? That just that doesn't make sense. That's, that's, what, that's the kicker for me. That, that's the absolute kicker for me. Hi, Jermaine. What's that passport you have? Oh, it's, it's a purple Irish passport. So you, you can play on our national team. Yeah, I can, yeah. Cool. I'm, I'm just going to sign with Leicester. I oh, know, but they have two Americans. Yeah, but I'm Irish. I, I just wore the green jersey and played right. for the country. No, 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 no. That's not how it works. Did you, did you go to school in Europe? Did you go to school in Europe? <laughs> like, and that's the thing that I think that's what put me over the edge a little bit because the rule, the original rule was you had to go to school in Ireland. But when Ballon wanted, and, and I have no problem with Ballon entering the league, I think allowing them into the league 
was a great thing. Progress the league, yeah. It, it's 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 basketball diversity at its highest level. Yep. You're allowing your other Europeans come in, play as Irish. That's great. Why exclude me? Because I went to school in America. Why school Mike Trimmer? And like I said, I don't want to make this thing like a black and white thing because Mike Trimmer is affected by this as well. He's an American too. So it's yes. not a black and white thing. It's not a race thing. I'm just saying it's a classism thing here. So like, why, why allow Ballon in the league but not allow us to play? Because we'll all play together? Because we're all American? I said, that's, that's just ridiculous. That's just a silly thing to say. Like, oh, well, they're all American. They all play together. Like, the big thing was, like, they don't want me and Puff to play together. But how do you know? Like, how do you know if we're one the league? There's no guarantee. Because people will – listen, if you're a competitor, you want to play against the best anyway. Yeah. And if that's the best, you tip your hat to them. I remember one season – oh, well, it's going back early 90s, mid-90s maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, Notre Dame, as they were, that progressed on to become hoops. Right. Freud Saunders, absolute basketball genius when it comes to, to rules and regulations and, and putting together the right squad. Like, Broid was amazing. She brought, so McGuinness was there, Jenks was there, Lenny was there, Randall was there, and we brought in, who was the, it? Was a fifth, it was a fifth American. So Jenks and the other American, or Jenks and Randall maybe, were American. But the other, like, three were European passports right. or whatever. Right. We had this amazing five. You know what I mean? Like it was, I think it was an all, all black or majority black start in five. Right. Didn't win the league. So that kind of blows that whole theory out of the water of like, right, we'll take Brooklyn this year in the NBA. Let's put together all the superstars. Let's bring them all in. Did they win? No. no. You look at the NBA, I mean. you look at France against USA yes. yesterday. Yes. Again. Again. No, it didn't work. France outballed the USA. End of story. Right. They won. So just because you put together the f- 10 best players doesn't guarantee a championship. Doesn't guarantee anything. Nothing. Exactly. And that's my point because anything can happen. And especially in the world of competition. This is why I love sports so much. We all start 0 0. Yep. We all start 0 0. It doesn't matter. What house you go back to, you can go back to your mansion, you can go back to your slum. When you're on that court, everyone is the same. Only thing comes down to is your ability. Yep. You as a person, your ability. That's why I love sports and that's why I love competing. Don't take that away from people. Don't take that element away from people. Like don't take that element of the highest competition away from people. And I think that's what that rule is doing. You're taking the highest level of competition away from that person, away from people. So you're not benefiting. The people who are coming up are not benefiting from that. Like think of yourself as a young kid. You come up, you said you remember those Notre Dame teams. Imagine trying to break that starting lineup. Imagine those practices. You're practicing against better players. You're going to be better anyway. You're going to get better. All the time. I came in. I came into not, that Notre Dame team in, in 91. I was 15. Mm. And that's who I'm up against in practice every day. Right. Are those right. superstars. Right. I'm a 15-year-old skinny kid. Yeah, I could jump. I'd no jump shot. I couldn't dribble. But I had to learn quickly. You just described my old, my old scouting report there. <laughs> Jermaine Turner. Or is it Jago? 
Can jump. Yeah, yeah. It, it could be the same. You can just switch the names out. That's shoot mid range. Hey, look, we did, we did all right. We did okay. Yeah. Right, 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 right. We, we, we managed somehow. Somehow we managed. We're both still here. That's the main thing. But yeah, right. look, I, I just need to hear your opinion because, as I said, Andrew and Puff both spoke so so eloquently about about your situation. Um, and I, Andrew actually linked me into the um, Corsair Collective. Uh, article that he wrote on you. Right. I'm actually going to post it into the show notes so people can go and read it just right. to get the background because, right. you know, look, it's a story that needs to be told again, especially in the current climate. That's that's yeah. where I am. And, and and at the time when it was happening, I was kind of like low key about it because I didn't want it to. I didn't want this story to be about me against Basketball Island. I don't want that story to be about me. It's not. It wasn't about me. It was about the person coming up behind me. Yeah. It was about like Puff Puff was about to be in that situation that I was in. It was about me setting a precedent for him. Like, like how do I, how can I stand, how can I, how can I expect myself to be a leader or see myself as a leader if I don't do something like that for somebody behind me? Mm -hmm. Or the people before me, pay homage to the people before me. You know, um, because a lot of people blaze the trail for me. Like if those Americans didn't come there and blaze the trail for me, I wouldn't be there. Yeah. So it was kind of a way for me like giving back, but I didn't want to take, I didn't want to take away from the focus of it and make it about me against them. I just kind of wanted to be low key and get my point across. It didn't work out in my case. Um, I'm glad, like you know, sometimes like if you're patient enough, things will come go back how they should be anyway. I'm glad the thing happened, unfortunate or not. It brought light to a situation that needs to be talked about, that needs to be changed, because I, I feel like, you know, there's there's definitely talent in Ireland, but if you don't push and cultivate your talent you don't get anything. Like if you don't take care of your garden, your vegetables won't grow. If you don't water it and nurture it and, and tend to it, they won't grow. And that's what we're not doing in Ireland. And I say we, like I'm there with you guys, but that's what they're not doing in Ireland is they're not nurturing the game. They're not allowing the game to grow. And that's one simple rule along with a thousand others I got in my head, but we don't have time to get into, but that's one simple one where you could just change the narrative right away. Yeah. And like I said, it will just help the game grow. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely right. We'll get back, get back to normal. Uh, normal viewing shall now resume. <laughs> <laughs> so, top five musical artists of all time. Who's your? Who's on your rotation? Damn, uh, I gotta throw Marvin Gaye up there. Marvin Gaye. I'm an old, I'm an old soul guy. But then, um, my musical stuff is gonna go all over the place here right now. So, Marvin Gaye is definitely up there. Um, Stevie Wonder is right there then i'm going all hip-hop now okay all hip-hop tupac tupac is up there and then this goes against all conventional wisdom if you grew up in the mid 90s but biggie's up there too I love both <laughs> of them. like i don't care about that east coast west coast stuff like i like both of them. both of them were great and they were both friends at first until the media got a hold of it and brought told them apart but that's another story but those two and then my all-time favorite like i still listen to, i was just listening to this today in the car a tribe called Quest, oh. like a tribe called Quest, like oh. such like the diverse of Q-tips voice and Fipes raspiness, like it's us. Uh, yeah, tribe, oh. tribe, yeah, de decent, decent listen, all right. So you're the DJ. What three songs are we warming up to? <laughs> well, I mean, we okay, and I'm paying homage to two places right now. The first one, you gotta hear that Eye of the Tiger. 
survivor. You got to hear that. That goes back to my Trulli days. Like every time you come out to that, like you, it, 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 you play a certain way. You play a certain way. Yep, absolutely. Um, and then <laughs> Declan, if Declan, you're watching this, Declan used to announce the games for Cholester. He would love to play Word Up. So I'm going to go with that. Cameo, Word Up. He would play Word Up. And then now I think um, if it's me as a DJ and I'm trying to hype my team up and I'm going real, real, like, pre present day now, I'm playing Megan the Stallion Savage because I want my team to play like Savages. Nice. Yeah. I'll give, oh yeah, I'll give you them. I'll give you them. Cameo, though. That's a great show. Ah, you can't. Listen, you can't. At a cholesterol game, you had to hear word up at least once. If you if you haven't, you weren't at a cholesterol game. <laughs> For sure. Yeah, De Declan's music choices were a bit iffy at times. <laughs> but that one I love. I love, I love, we'll, we'll I word up. you can't go wrong with that. We'll give yeah, him that. Right, so what advice would you give 16-year-old Jermaine Turner? Having been through everything you've been through, now after coming out of a global pandemic, you know, Life, basketball, everything. You're sitting down with 16-year-old you. What are you telling them? Well, I would tell them, hey, life is going to get bumpy, but you got to persevere because it's going to have ups and downs. And you, it's like in basketball, we have rebounds for a reason. When you miss a shot, you just can't salt. There's a rebound there. You got a second opportunity to go get it and put it back in. So I'd always say, hey, persevere. Go after the second rebound. Put it back up and in. I like that. I like that. Brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. Second last question, JT. We're, we're almost there. Dead or alive, five dinner guests you'd invite to your house for dinner. Mm. Friends, family, famous, choice is yours. Listen, no disrespect to people who are alive or I know. I see you guys all the time, so I'm not inviting you to this dinner, okay? This is <laughs> hypothetical, all right? So don't get mad. I'm going, my dinner, my dinner is going to be themed. Okay. All M's, all M's, people's names beginning with the letter M. And we're going with the first one, Michael Jordan. I got to pick the brain of Michael Jordan. I just want to sit down and talk with him. Okay. Second one, Martin Luther King. I want to, I, I definitely want to sit down and, and ask why he was so like passive and how he's so patient and I would love, like, I admire that. I would love to be more like that, but I can't be like that. Third person, Malcolm X. Ooh, Malcolm X, like, that? yeah, this is the this is the yin and yang. I want to see, I want to see what's going on here. I want to see what he really thought. I want to see, like, what really happened between him and Elijah Muhammad. I want to know what happened when he went to Mecca. I want to know what his view is on now, what everything happening now, you know? So I would like to bring him there. Um, <laughs> I got to go with an Irish guy here and because I'm a big historian, I'm a big like history guy, Michael Collins, because he went through some stuff too, man. Michael Collins went through some stuff and we got to have a musical guest here. So I got to go with Michael Jackson. So all M's, I want to pick all their brains. They were all great at stuff they did and they, they went through a lot of adversity. They went through a lot of stuff and they all bounced back. I just want to see what that's like. I want to see, I want to feel what greatness is in that room. When you're going with all M's and you started talking about Irish history, I thought Martin Grinnell was going to come out. 
<laughs> no, he is history. That's not, <laughs> he just is history. <laughs> so here's here's a follow on from that. What are we having for dinner with all the M's? What, what are we sitting down to eat? Oh, I'm, and, and people who know me, people who've been around me, they know I can cook. And not many people know this, I can cook. There's so listen, yeah, we going, we going back. We going, I'm cooking. And everybody knows when I, like, if you've been around me, my, my chicken is like, it's not amazing, but it's up there. So I'm cooking my special breaded chicken, some candy yams, sweet potato pie, some collard greens, black eyed peas, some cornbread, and we're about to throw down. Michael Collins going to eat tonight. He going to eat that stuff tonight. Damn. Yeah, I want an invite. I need to be there. Oh, for sure. You got to change your name to an M, though. I Maybe. will. Anything. Anything <laughs> at all. Anything beginning with M, just to get an invite there. Absolutely. Look, J JT, this has been a long time coming. We've, we've, we've been trying to get this done for, yeah. for a couple of months at this stage, but like, yeah, your yeah. schedule, my schedule, I'm, I'm really happy that you're busy. I think it's great that you're getting back out there. Scoring Factory's doing well, and, and you know, you're working away. Lisa sent me some great shots of uh, from the ballpark with the girls going watching some baseball. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. sitting there yeah. nearly crying, looking at it, going, oh, to be anywhere other than these four walls, you know? <laughs> anywhere, anywhere. It is, it, it's, it's so refreshing to, to get out finally. And like I said, my kids were cooped up as well. Like, in between, like, because we've been locked down, we've been open, then we've been locked down again, then we've opened up. In between, they snuck in a visit to Ireland. So they snuck in a visit really quickly and they got a taste of what it was really like to be locked down. They said, there's no comparison. They said, Ireland lockdown is much worse than our lockdown. Ireland do it properly. We do everything properly. Yeah. Like we, we don't, listen. We, fight, we lock down, it's all, yeah. <laughs> there's a problem. America's too big. They can't enforce everything. They can't enforce everything. It's just too big. But I'm glad, uh, I'm glad to be out, out and about. Yeah, it's great. It's absolutely fantastic. Delighted that you've, you've come on because, you know, you were, I, I used to just love playing against you and love watching you play. I just like you said earlier on, we used to just talk I and mean, we just talk shit for the full game. Yeah, was, joking. Somebody'd miss a shot. Both of us would look at each other, laugh. At them. <laughs> Both coaches looking at us, going, "Will you tune in?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, it's all good. We're fine. So, look, exactly. last question: Who would you like to see on the podcast? You mentioned Kenny. Yes. And before we started recording. The voice of reason, Miss Mrs. Lisa Turner. Yeah. I want Lisa on. <laughs> you want Lisa on? Man, that's gonna be a quick show. That'd be like a <laughs> 10-minute show. Hey, you can hey, in fact, I'll get up right now. You can start recording hers right now. <laughs> well, who who would you like to see on? Oh, I have a lot to say, Jay. Oh I have a lot sorry, to say. Sorry, sorry, dear. We're recording. I'll We're recording, dear. This is live. This is this is live, dear. We can talk about that later, dear. <laughs> Lisa, you're doing your you're doing your episode soon. She said yes. She's she gave you the thumbs up. She gave you yeah. the thumbs up. I won't tell you what she gave me when I told her. <laughs> I got the juice. But anyway, who, who would you like to see on? I mean, that'd be a good episode. I'd love to see what my wife really thinks about me as far as basketball. Because I talk. I talk about we talk about stuff. I, I want to see I want to see who our favorite players are. I like to see her on there. Yeah, I like to see her on there. You wouldn't be talking about you. Gosh, see, just like she's trying to steal my thunder. Look at this. Like I can't have a moment. <laughs> can't have a moment. Can I not? Have your moment. Thank have you. Your Thank you. Um, yeah, I like to see her on there. I like to see Kenny on there. Um, 
Uh, I also like to see you got to get. I, I'd love to hear John T in on there as well. Actually, I'd love to hear John. That's T. a great show. Yeah, I'd love to hear. Like he 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 doesn't get his his due propers from everyone. And then the last person I like to see on there. I don't know if you had him already. Maybe I'm behind an episode. Did you have Kyle Hosford on there yet? No, I haven't had Kyle on yet. Need Kyle on there too, because like he he was he's a tough sob. I like I like Kyle a lot. Yeah, I'll try and get Kyle. Kyle and John Tain, they're my next two. I'm gonna go after. Yeah, please go after them. I like I love to hear what they have to say. So Jermaine, and- we've been on for 90, 90 minutes. Ah. Yes. But we, well, we only recorded for the last hour. Unlucky. Okay. Great. <laughs> Great. Listen, listen. Like I said, I just wanted to beat Dave's one because Dave was rambling on there for like about 55 minutes. I was like, I got to get ahead of Dave. Yeah, I think it was an hour and two minutes in total. Yeah. But the funny thing, look, the funny thing was before we start recording, Dave went, Jake, I don't know whether I'm going to be okay with this because I'm not really great. I'm not great at talking in public. And I was like, okay. And an hour in, I'm looking at me watch going, ever going to shut the... <laughs> like for me, for me, like... I, I have a like I have a lot of love for the Donnellys, like the mom, the dad, the brothers, all of them. All of them. I had a lot of love for all of them. I I just remember Dave being Dave is the serious one. Dave is the serious one. He's the one like you know right there. Emmett, you can joke with a little bit, but the person I used to really have fun with was James Donnelly by far. James Donnelly would sit on the bench with gloves on, because it was so cold in Vincent's. He'd have his gloves on. So the first game I played, I'm like, why do you have gloves on? He's like, yo, look at this. <laughs> I was like, you know what? You make a good point. I said, bring an extra large pair the next game, all right? Don't be selfish. So like, like, I have a lot of time for them. And Dave, like, he has a lot of personality that he doesn't give himself credit for. Absolutely. Dave used to make me laugh a lot. Like, Great Dave point. was a really good dude. Great guy, great guy. Look, love to Lisa. You look after yourself. Love to the kids. Take it easy, and we shall talk very, very Listen, soon. Listen, before I go, I, I, I'd be remiss to say if I don't say this. Listen, I think what you're doing with your platform is fantastic. Like, what you're doing with your platform is fantastic. You're doing a fantastic job. You're getting the name out there. You, you're getting issues out there that need to be talked about, which is important. You're not just like taking your platform for granted, like you're going in the right positive direction, please be the voice for everybody out here. Keep doing what you're doing. Hey, I appreciate you. I appreciate, I appreciate you. Appreciate that. Take it easy. Cheers, JT. Talk to no you soon. Problem. All right. See you later. Bye-bye. So there you have it. Part two of Jermaine's episode. Hopefully you enjoyed that. Uh, really good guy. Hopefully I'll have his wife on shortly as well. Um, big episode coming bank holiday Tuesday. Uh, possibly my biggest guest today, my most successful all-round guest today. Um, so tune in Tuesday to see who that is. And until next time, this is Jago saying, saying, one, support the Irish girls, uh, link in bio for most games, and two, I'll see you on the court soon. <laughs>